Hey everyone, it's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce that Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore, Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basic. So after essentially one week break, we're back and I have so much to catch you guys up on and also talk about today's topic. So today we're going to take it a little bit easy and not get into something super deep in today's topic. Uh, but this was something that was going around for a little bit while I was doing a road trip and that's why I feel like it's interesting topic to talk about and just share one of my thoughts about it uh some of my thoughts there's actually more to it um it's about like how different influencing is versus nine to five and how it's not necessarily comparable and i'm gonna tell you guys about why (laughs) i want to even talk about it because there was recently some drama um about it from one of the influencers that we can get into it when I talk about the topic, I feel like that would make more sense, but that is essentially the topic today. Influencing versus 95. And before that, let's talk a little update. Uh, for this update, I really want to talk about the road trip. So that I told you guys, I think the recording I made was the week before the road trip, or I think the week of me going to the road trip because I started road trip on Friday. So yeah, it was very, very um, exciting because first, uh, this road trip was very, very special to me, mainly because the, it was with my own car. I think the last road trip I have taken, or many road, other road trips that I have done, it was always with a rental. So it really felt really nice to have my own car and not having to think about like, oh, like I can put things in here or I have things in here. Like I, <laughs> I even recently just posted my car tour and it was all about like how I organize my car and how it has everything I need potentially on longer trips or just overall and that just made me so happy like and it was very convenient like have my facial spray have my sunscreen have my I don't know chapstick or um, napkins or like hand sanitizer I know these are so basic things but I just feel like you cannot always carry that or maybe you forget sometimes but I feel like when it's your car and you can essentially organize in a certain way whenever you're in your car you will always have access to certain things that you might potentially need and that's just like that was very very great because during the road trip I never for a second that felt uncomfortable we took the breaks we wanted and everything so that's what I'm going to talk about it now so essentially this was um, almost almost a week uh, road trip so the first stop we did was McLean, uh, Virginia. So this is like, I honestly don't know where the border goes or this is just another word for this city, but that's essentially where also Tyson's is too, Tyson's Corner or just Tyson's Virginia. So that's essentially like maybe 
four and a half hours, maybe max five from New York City. So it's not bad drive at all. I would be honest, it was very easy. We took a break maybe once or twice, but again, not necessarily because we needed. We just took a break because we wanted to like be relaxed and everything. And it was with my dad as he's older. So, you know, it was just to take a break and chill. It was not like I need, my car needed because it's not a long distance. That was really great. And the place itself is really nice. Would 100% recommend it. Not the hotel so much, but I think the location is really nice. I have been to Tyson's many times before but uh, that was probably like 10 years ago guys like when I was 17 or 16 so it was very long time and that was still nice but Tyson's Galleria which is like there's two malls there there's Tyson's Corner which is like the I guess basic mall then there's Tyson's Galleria which is like the luxury all these designer items there the brands and that one is really really nice it's so clean it's it's just really everything you would like want in a mall and it's like even some malls right like when it's like empty it feels depressing but this didn't even feel like that at all because we we went to cheesecake factory inside the mall and even at night there weren't just that many people but it was still really really nice it had that cozy feeling i would say i don't know i don't know how to put in nice words but like it was it was really nice and they even had like electric charging which i was like very very surprised because like virginia not so much the most tech state or accepting the new electrification or whatever so i was very very surprised so free charging plus for that so the next stop was because this is essentially the part of the trip that we were doing it for to see my older sister she's she lives right next to but very close to charlotte south carolina no charlotte is north carolina but she lives in south carolina which is i know it sounds like it's two different states which it is but she lives in like very close town it's called fort mill very close to charlotte although charlotte is different in different state but they're like maybe 20 minutes drive so it's very close um yeah that's the reason we actually wanted to do a road trip it was really fun and uh, I think South Carolina or North Carolina, they're both really fun places comparing to Virginia, I would say. Like, don't get me wrong, Northern Virginia is really nice. But, like, after you pass the Northern Virginia, <laughs> the south of the Virginia area is, like, I mean, there's not much there. There are a bunch of farms, I guess. But even the scenery is, like, it does get boring. I would say that. Like, after a while, even, like, because uh, I'm so glad, like, I put my car on autopilot and was just doing the job for me. But it was, like, still, like, okay, we are still in Virginia. Are we there yet? I'm still in Virginia. Because <laughs> every town that we were passing, I was, like, oh, we're, maybe we're almost in North Carolina. We're almost there. And we're not there. Virginia is massive. I knew that. But it's just, like, I feel like sometimes it hits you like that. But then after uh, after South Carolina, we went even further to see one of our friends in uh, Alpharetta. This is also another suburb of Atlanta. But this really, really surprised me because don't get me wrong, I, I don't have hate <laughs> towards Atlanta, but I also never really visited like deep. Like I, I, I'm trying to remember if I ever visited because I have been to the Atlanta airport. That's for sure. But I'm also trying to recall to see if I have actually been to Atlanta. Uh, I think I've been to Atlanta area, but not like Atlanta itself. So it was really nice. And Alpharetta is a really, really cool part of Atlanta. And it used to be like very suburb and like 
I don't know, like a nice area, but like not like younger people hanging out there. But it's so nice. Like I, I'm gonna post about it on my YouTube channel, so if you wanna check it out. But like, if you're ever <laughs> planning to move to the south, definitely consider one of these places. Cause I could not believe my eyes because I was charging my car uh, in Alpharetta because we came with like a very low percentage after the road trip, and like almost all the stalls were taken. Like there was only like one left and the guy was just leaving and that's why I took his spot. But it's like, I was so surprised that there were so many Teslas and like so many luxury buildings. Really, really cool. That was essentially the first leg of the trip. Then we have to come back. So on the way coming back, because I didn't want to stay at the same town. So we stopped at my sister's first leg. Then second time we went to College Park. So this is where, if you are familiar with the DC area, this is where the Universal Maryland is. Pretty nice town, safe town. It's also becoming very gentrified. Not exactly at the level that I would say Atlanta, but definitely becoming gentrified. Would recommend just checking out and doing stuff, I guess. One thing I would say, <laughs> and this was the last thing I'm gonna say <laughs> because this is becoming a long update uh then we're coming back because i wanted to just not do the same road or same way that we were coming back i chose a place in maryland which is kind of like a it's like on the peak of maryland that it's kind of facing maryland um delaware and i think virginia it's like kind of in three states it's called chesapeake house it's like a rest stop essentially but it's like not one of those regular rest stops that like there's not much in it uh, besides the food, right? This one has food. This one has some monuments. This one has like, this one has a lot. It had like electric, like Tesla charging. It had like gas station. It had another charging for non-Tesla um, vehicles. It was like, that was one thing. The parking lot is huge, but also the view is so nice. It's like a really touristy area for sure. But I feel like if you're just passing by or you're in on the way, like definitely check it out because I would recommend, like for sure. It's a really good rest stop. And after that, we just made it home because from Delaware to New York, it's like not bad at all. It's like two hours, maybe or some two hours or something. Not bad at all. And that kind of wraps up my update on my road trip. I just want to put a little update here because I think uh, in America, it's like so fun to actually explore the entire state by doing a road trip. I feel like that's like the entire point of a road trip. And that's why I want to just give you guys a little um, feedback on some of the cities that we stayed at or passed by. Cause I feel like when you do the like flying, which is great when you need it, but you don't get this experience. And I want to share with you guys in case you want to try this yourself. But I would say though, I'm pretty sure this Midwest road trip or South uh, or East West Coast road trip would be definitely a lot more fun than this East Coast road trip. I feel like this would be definitely it get, things get more interesting after you pass Virginia. I would say that because I think once you are in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, things get very like interesting. There's more stuff. Scenery gets better. That's why I'm excited to see how would be the Florida if I ever do that. So I'm just saying, like, keep the that keep that in the back of your head. But I feel like Midwest and the West Coast would definitely be more interesting because West Coast is like one of the best views. So yeah, that's the end of the update. Now let's get on to today's episode. 
Okay, so I mentioned that today's topic is going to be about influencing versus nine to five. So the reason I even chose this is because while I was doing the road trip, there was this uh, video that um, resurfaced from I think a while ago f uh, from this influencer named Michaela Nogira. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. But anyways, if you are not familiar with her, I will. I think the entire reason I know her because she's kind of in the similar industry as I am because she's a makeup artist or she's a I would say makeup artist, yeah. Or more like makeup guru, makeup influencer, stuff like that. So she's in that category. And um, so I think she made one of this video uh, towards one of the comments, hate comments specifically, about her. And I think she was kind of having a bad day. Then she just kind of... She wanted to just get it off her chest, which I sometimes I understand. I feel like sometimes you just have it just too much. It's a lot and you're like, screw you. Like, I'm going to say what I want to say. So essentially she said this, that like, um, I just like finished working or whatever. It's like 519 and like, just try being an influencer for a day. Like, just try it because it's like, it's not easy. If you think it's easy, you're like out of your mind, something like that. Then people started like, <laughs> again, this is not a new video. I think it just resurfaced. I don't know exactly like how that happened. But again, this happens quite a lot on TikTok or Twitter. People just dig up dirt from people's past and just like want to shove it in people's faces. I honestly don't get that because it's like, okay, like what do you, what is your purpose? But that's another topic to talk about. So my point is from what she what she's saying at that like if you didn't know the context it definitely sounds tone deaf for sure saying like that because i would say doesn't matter the how hard like the work of being influencing can be it's still very different that you cannot just say that like oh like it's try being an influencer for a day because of if you don't know the context, yes, like it just sounds terrible. But it is technically a lot of work. Like you do so much. It's like, and I have, I feel like covered it so much in this <laughs> podcast that I don't even want to mention it. But starting from emails, negotiations, signing contracts, doing videos, editing the content, stuff like that. Even if you have an editor, even if you have a um, manager or agent, there's still so much stuff goes behind the scenes because there are so many moving parts that like just it's a lot that's for sure but i think when you hear this and you don't know the context behind it obviously it sounds terrible and i think because she was just having a bad day and on top of it like this this comment was just not really good i feel like hate comments sometimes gay you and what i would say though the reason this is happening is more like Influencing can be hard, but it takes a lot of work to get where you are. And because it takes a lot of work, over time you learn how to be, I don't know, better to your audience or how to be just better as an influencer and learn things. But I think TikTok kind of changed that for a lot of people and just some people just overnight turn into celebrities or stars. And not to say like Michaela turned into someone like that, but she doesn't, I think she just became an influencer during the pandemic. And it's been maybe two years or something that she wasn't, she's an influencer. So it hasn't been that long for her to, 
I guess, understand that or whatever. And I'm sure maybe, like, if she, I don't know what is her situation with her team, if she has, like, a big management or just she has just has one person who helps her, that would have been nice to just, like, talk to her, to your manager or your agent. But because she doesn't have that much experience of being an influencer, it's, like, I can give her a pass for that because I feel like when, over time, I feel like I remember my first years that I was, like, being a content creator. I, I took so many things seriously in a good and also bad way. Like, the times that I lost the opportunity or times that, like, my collaborations just fell through, I felt horrible and I started blaming myself and, like, everything going towards, like, internalizing then also like uh when i got comments I, I took it way too seriously and i would like try to respond back or just try to be like feisty and like try to just get myself worked up but it just i think over time you just realize it and you try to disassociate yourself from those comments and realize that it's not exactly about you it's like it, maybe they're having a bad day it's just like it's nothing really really personal people just sometimes don't think that whatever they say on social media or whatever they say on that side of the screen that like it's like it's not like they're they're thinking like it's not like it's not a person they're thinking oh I just wanted to say it because the other time I was just thinking even about like I think listening to Haley Bieber and she was saying the same thing that like people just leave hate comments and they think that I won't read it and when I read it and comment and they're like I thought you wouldn't see it it's like if you think I'm not going to see it, but then why would you even write it? I'm just saying. So I feel like hate comments is definitely like triggers. It provokes you for sure. And not all of them, but some of them do provoke you. Even today, I feel like after a certain years of experience that becoming in the industry is like, I feel like there are still things that can provoke you. Like I would say, I'm not going to say that like nothing will ever provoke you because it will. But I think there is also some wrong to it and that's why i think she needed the explanation or whatever is that like you cannot necessarily compare it to uh any nine to five i feel like you can compare it to certain nine to five like i feel like you can compare it to maybe marketing job finance job maybe i don't know like there are different parts to it for sure not exactly the same not at the same level but you cannot compare it to maybe i don't know like a being a, being a nurse or doctor or being in the service industry, being a firefighter, being a police, like those are very, very different. I mean, they're all nine to five, but like they're very different. And I feel like that is, those are something that's super hard and you cannot necessarily compare it. But I feel like there are certain nine to five jobs that you can definitely compare, compare to being an influencer. For that aspect, I, I get that. But I think people are also just kind of like trashing her essentially like oh this is like so like tone death and like a lot of people want the lifestyle of being an influencer and everything and for that also there is I feel like two sides of the coin what she was saying essentially like oh I have so many I recorded many videos today and like I this is like obviously yeah it's tiring and that but like you don't do that every day I mean you could but you don't need to because I think one of the best perks of being in uh, this influencing industry or just being a content creator is that you have so much flexibility. Yes, that you have deadlines, you have these contracts, you have these things that you have to follow for sure, but you can still also, you still have some flexibility. It's not like 
you have to do it today. You have to do that. Like there are times that if you don't feel well, you can still push it and do it another day. It's like, I'm just saying you definitely have some flexibility versus like, you cannot just like if you're a nurse or a doctor you cannot just be like oh i can't go like or if you're a teacher you cannot just be like oh i can't go to school today like i guess you can call sick i'm just saying like it's just not the same it's very very different so in that aspect i feel like you cannot compare it but there's just a lot of flexibility to it and on top of it i think a lot of people also just um fantasize about uh being an influencer and like how people take trips for free or how people do things obviously for sure right but it's like i feel like the reason i resonate with what she said some of it i'm not justifying what she said is that because there are a lot of things goes behind the scenes in that experience that you see that it's not the same and a lot of the times people essentially blame the influencer saying that like we come to social media because we want to escape from the real world and real problems not to listen not to listen their problems because it just seems so tone deaf it seems laughable but I just feel like that's just not that's that's just so unfair because yeah you're coming here to entertain yourself but you're also coming here to just see something real sometimes that's the reason it's like i feel like there's so much fake things on social media sometimes we are like what am i watching what am i seeing it's like you want to read or watch something that is somewhat like you can resonate with or someone relatable and i feel like if if it is something about complaining if you're complaining about something and if someone resonated with that i feel like you already did your job as an influencer but the fact that i feel like people are really twisting this around saying that like uh, influencers can have rough days but they should never publicly complain about their problems or whatever because it's so out of touch and insensitive that's why i feel like that's not (laughs) that's not fair because i feel like yes if you were a doctor or if you were like a nurse or something uh you can't use you will go to your job right but you will still co- complain to your workers uh, your co-workers or other people around you if there was something going on or something was uh, ups- something was messed up at your job or in that uh, whatever was going at the hospital and the same thing for like influencing i feel like because just because it's public doesn't mean that we have to hide it because that's how we do it. We share on social media. We share a video. We share a Twitter. I don't know. Stuff like that. So I'm just saying. I feel like it's not necessarily say like, oh my God, please, 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 like accept what I'm saying. It's more that like, well, you can't just see all the I don't know, like um, butterflies all the time. You cannot just be like, oh, I'm going to do this trip all the time. It's like you also need to see the truth. And but I feel like sometimes people don't want to get that because. People are like, oh, I just want to see fake shit. I want to see that you are laughing me. You are making me laugh all the time. You are making me, I don't know, like you're showing me some tutorials. You're showing, you're giving me advice on dating or life or like fashion or beauty. It's like that kind of stuff. And I feel like that kind of makes it almost being an influencer or that content creation job as almost like, inhumane like this is like a robot thing and uh, that's something i think even emma chamberlain mentioned it that like it's like you're on this hamster wheel and you keep going and going and you don't know when to stop which is true to an extent because i feel like whenever you just go to bed it's like a 24 7 thing being an influencer 
but it's nothing compared to many other jobs that are really hard. That's one reason I say like it is comparable to certain jobs, but not every job. And even like the certain jobs that you can compare it to, again they're all still nine to five, so it's like they they shut their they shut off after five or six, whatever the time it is. But when you are a creator, you have so much self-control. You have to have so much self-control that you manage your business or people manage it for you at least that like you do better, if that made any sense. I just think that like it's almost like comparing apples to oranges. It's just not the same. There could be some similarities, but not all. But the fact that I feel like people are just trashing her just because she had... Uh, she said something like this. I just didn't think of it like that way. But people definitely took it out of context and started just <laughs> just going off on her. And I have to be honest, like if you guys are not familiar, definitely check her out. I think she's an uh, amazing, talented makeup artist. And I have never seen her being in drama. And the fact that someone like just went on social media and dig up this and somehow this resurfaced, that's just absurd and that's one reason I would say that like I feel like social media can be such a toxic place that like you have to watch everything you say that it even maybe it might not come back to you now but it will come back and bite you maybe in a few years which is why I'm like oh well and on that note I'm gonna end this uh episode and i hope you guys like this episode if you do please don't forget to rate us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and i'll see you guys next week with another episode bye guys